0: are all narcissists sex addicts you might have seen this a lot either in your relationship or heard about it from a lot of people that it seems like narcissism and sex is always together what's the deal with that why is there so many narcissists that think about have act on sex all the time is it just that they're addicted to sex or what's actually going on there if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor, I run Raw Motivations, and I'm on this platform as a self-aware narcissist. I know that's not a popular thing, you don't see many people out there that claim to be a self-aware narcissist. Well, I've been through my life and I've learned a lot of different things about myself that's brought me to that conclusion and brought me to that place where I'm actively in therapy on a weekly basis to try to work on myself and try to work at, on fixing and healing and working through all the shit that I've caused. As a result, I can see myself being in therapy long-term because the narcissism personality disorder is something that's a mindset and a thought process that happens on a day-to-day basis. It's almost like you can't shut it off. But I'm on this platform to bring awareness about narcissism, how it's destroyed lives, how it's hurt people, and also to be able to share my story of how I'm working on changing modifying behaviors, changing the actions that I do so that I don't hurt people, so that I don't um, go down those roads that destroy people and relationships. So being on this platform, I'm here to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change to other people. Notice I didn't say hope. I don't come on here to bring hope to people saying, hey, love your narcissist and they'll get better because that didn't work for me. I'm not on here to say, hey, you know, tell, tell your person that they're a narcissist and convince them or get them into therapy because That didn't work for me those weren't like the changing or defining moments for me if you're with a person that's showing narcissistic personality disorder or narcissistic traits or they're just a toxic person and you're noticing that they're not honoring respecting or loving you by how they're demonstrating that by their actions you probably need to evaluate your situation and you most likely need to leave because you need to focus on your worth on your growth on your self-worth, self-confidence more than someone else destroying and taking that away from you. And that's what a narcissist does. I work with people every day in one-on-one coaching or in group sessions or live events to try to be able to help people break free from that narcissistic hold almost like the addiction that that narcissist has on another person. Oftentimes it happens by them grooming their victims and it helps by working through the trauma bond, working through the facts and the truth of the situation to ultimately set you free from what you're thinking, what you're believing, or what's been put on you either from upbringing, your own thoughts, or the narcissist. And as you get through this stage of getting out of the trauma bond or getting out of that relationship, you get to a place where you feel more at peace, But that peace doesn't always feel peaceful. It's kind of weird. But it's that moment where you're detoxing from the narcissist and you still think about them. You still want to be with them. There's still this pull back to them. They're like, I thought it was going to be easier once I left. But after I left, it feels even harder or the abuse feels worse. Oftentimes this section can be very dicey because people are experiencing often withdrawals from being in a narcissistic relationship especially if they have a pattern or they've been with multiple people with that type of tendency. So getting people through that is very crucial to get to the place where they can actually have clarity in their life, clarity and vision in where they're going. So I try to work with people then to set up what's your goals, what's your vision, where are we going forward, how do you want that to look, how do you want that to be experienced, how do you want that to feel, and what are the boundaries we need to set in place so we don't go back to the toxic relationship and that we don't get involved in another one. And how do we set those up on a healthy day-to-day basis? That's how I work with people, to try to help people not experience the abuse, not experience the shame, not experience everything that I've gone through and I've had that I've put on other people. That's why I'm on here. If you haven't had a chance, download the NARC app, N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. We've got that on Google Play and also on the Apple Store. It's a group of community of like-minded people that are survivors and are learning to thrive in their current life, in their situation where they're growing and changing, learning about narcissism, getting free, tracking their no contact, recording their truth, and interacting with the community there. There's private lives that happen on there and also um, um, one-on-one discounts and then even... uh, lose my train of thought. Uh, There's even the monthly Zoom calls that we have that are like coaching and like webinar and on question and answer base as well. So anyways, check that out. So narcissists and sex, like what's up with that? What is going on? You see a lot of times people will be like, narcissists are just sex addicts. Like it seems like all they're focused on is getting that supply and one of those supplies is sex. Well, you might notice with narcissism, they're normally coupled with addicts, with addicts behavior. You'll find that addict behavior with sex, with drinking, with gaming, with drugs, with whatever. You'll find different aspects of it that infiltrate into the life of your regular life and you're like, wait a second, what's actually going on? It might be something that you got involved with a narcissist and then down the road you found out, whoa, they have this behavior. There's been people that have been with a narcissist for months or years and not known that they have a drug problem or not known that they have a drinking problem or whatever it might be. Sometimes they will hide these things so well to try to be able to avoid any accountability, any guilt, and any shame of what's happening. So what's actually happening with those addictions? Well, narcissism and sex addicts don't just... They're not, they're not innately paired together. But a narcissist will often have addictions and behaviors of addictions. Why? A lot of times because addictions are used, especially in a narcissistic viewpoint, as a form of sedation. See, as a narcissist, I don't wanna feel guilt, I don't wanna feel shame, I wanna feel pleasure, I wanna feel happiness, and I don't know how to attain that. So I'm always gonna be using other people as supply to try to get what I want. So in the aspect of addictions, sex addiction is a great aspect for a narcissist to try to get that supply. The problem is it's short lived. It's not long lasting. And they're always looking for more. They're always looking to up the ante. They're always looking to get more and more out of that first hit. But the problem is like any addiction, the more you tap it, the more you continue to hit it, it's not going to be that original high, that original thought, that original feeling. So they keep trying oftentimes people say like hey it might be a sex addiction what I say is narcissists deal with a lot of addictions no matter what sex, gambling, drugs, alcohol, whatever it might be a lot of times you'll see that paired with narcissism just so they can work on sedating sedating their feelings, sedating their emotions. Now when you think of sex like why have it be sex? Like why is that one of the top ones? Well the top ones a lot of times with sex is like the idea it connects so much connects your mind, your body, your emotions, your soul. There's a lot of intimacy that comes into play when the narcissist is with another person sexually. And when that control, when that aspect happens, when they interact like that, a lot of times you'll get to the place where they have that control over another person. They realize, hey, this tool is not only like helpful for me because I get something out of it, that I'm entitled to, because remember the narcissist thinks they're entitled, but it also is a tool that I can use to manipulate and control another person. I'm sure countless of you guys have seen this in your life when the narcissist, when the toxic person was in your life and they pulled back. They were giving sex multiple times a day, they were giving sex all the time, like it was great, it was passionate, it was wonderful, it seemed like the best thing ever, and then all of a sudden it either stopped or it started to taper off. Sometimes that might be because they're starting to to pull that control, they're starting to pull the devaluing, they're starting to pull back the love bombing, they're starting to pull you off the pedestal so they can control and they can manipulate the narrative of what's going to happen, what you're going to do, how you're going to perceive things. The other aspect that happens a lot of times as well is when the intimacy changes in the relationship, it's normally because the narcissist or that toxic person is finding it somewhere else. Oftentimes you'll see their behaviors and their habits that will slowly shift or slowly change. They might be bringing different stuff into the house, different thoughts, different actions that weren't there initially. Maybe like they're trying, whenever they do try to be intimate, it's different. It feels different. They act different. Sometimes that's because they're picking up on different attributes and different traits with another person that they're bringing back to the bed. So with the aspect of sex, a lot of times that has a huge aspect of intimacy that the narcissist can use to control, to dominate you by saying, hey, I'm going to withhold this or I'm going to give it whenever I see fit. And that way I can get what I want and you're subject to my control, to my dominance. Also, the narcissist likes that aspect of sex because it is gratifying for them. They want the pleasure. They want the joy. They want what's actually going to happen in that moment because it makes them feel better. And when those chemicals are going off, it's that same addiction a lot of times that pops up, which leads, can lead to sex addictions, but doesn't always necessarily mean that with a narcissist. To give you a little bit of example, as I was learning about narcissism and as I was learning about who I was, there was an aspect in my life that because of being with multiple people, because of that cheating nature, that several people in my life were like, I think you're just a sex addict. Like, I think that's something prevalent in your past. You've been addicted to pornography in the past. You've been with multiple women. Like, I think this is something that you need to do. So ended up going to an intensive, and it was a sex addicts intensive. It was very intense. It was like 7 a.m. in the morning to like 8 p.m. at night. And it was very intense, like diving into a lot of stuff. And the good thing is coming out of that, I had more clarity. Like I knew what sexual addiction was, I knew how it interacted with people, I knew how it messed with people, with the cycle, with you know, with their mindset, with the chemicals, with all the different stuff, but I walked away from saying, that's not me. And I knew that. And then I had to start looking at myself and being like, what is actually going on? Because I wasn't going out just looking for partners. I wasn't going out, you know, paying for sex or anything like that. What I was looking for was something different. And as I started diving into it a little bit deeper, I started realizing the stuff that was actually going on inside me wasn't a sexual addiction, but was the aspect of narcissism. And I didn't want to own that. And I didn't want to admit that. At first, I'd rather blame it on anything else. But when I finally came to terms with it, I had to be able to say, hey, this isn't what I struggle with. The sex addiction is not what I struggle with. But I do struggle with entitlement. I do struggle with ownership. I do struggle with all these different attributes of narcissism that ultimately have me at being the God of my universe and everybody else is supposed to serve me, pleasure me, whatever it might be. Just want to give you a little bit of narcissism and sex. Hopefully that helps.